Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game man, and this is your news for the week of November 1st, 2021. Hope everyone had a happy and safe Halloween as we now head into the holiday season. So first up in the news today, there was an announcement about the World Series of Board Gaming. This is a new event coming in 2022. All the games have been announced, and what there's going to be is you've got basically 16 events. They're going to be ring events, and they used a lot of us uh, board game podcasts and such to announce the the different games that will be used uh, for these events. There'll be different ring events, and then it'll culminate in a semifinals in which there will be 16 of those champions of those of the or the basically the uh, you know the the ring winners uh, for the different games that you know as you uh, win your game you will get into the semifinals, and then there'll be four tables of those 16 winners, and then they'll play in four different games uh, depending on uh, you know how uh, which which game everybody had to get into those uh, semifinals that you cannot play the same game. They've got a whole system set up where you will not play the same game that you won or, or nobody will play those games in that table that they had qualified for there. So there'll be other randomized games. And then once you get the four winners from those semifinals on the last day, all four of those will play uh, a final game and that same thing. You cannot play any of the games that got you into the, the, you know, those games are all off the table. All the games that got those four players into there and the four games that were in their semifinal tables will be out as well. And then they'll be basically kind of bidding or they'll be eliminating games. Each person will submit a list and then they'll come up with the one game uh, that they will play for the finals. And it'll be a cash prize for the winner, uh, which will be, uh, I believe it's uh, $10,000 uh, for the winner in cash uh, and prizes there uh, for the, the winner. And then no second place will be, I'm sorry, the first place winner will be $25,000 in cash. The second place will win 10,000. Third will get 5,000. Fourth place will be 1,000. Plus they will already have won their rings, which will be worth some money. So some of the games that will be in the world series uh, of board gaming uh, will be seven wonders, uh, splendor wingspan, brass, Birmingham, Dominant Species Marine, Acquire, Gaia Project, Great Western Trail, Ticket to Ride, Ra, Azul, Catan, Terraforming Mars, Blood Rage, Dune Imperium, and Carcassonne. So a wide range of different types of games that you can join in on uh, you know, to play in there. They're, they do have on their website how you can kind of get in there. Uh, you can get a one-game pass to get you into the World Series. Uh, you can just go and stay at uh, – it will it will be taking place at Bally's in Las Vegas. So a very fun weekend for you there to, to go out to, to Vegas as well. All the different shows will have – uh, different ways where you can actually win entry into the event as well. Uh, you know, they'll have passes to get in there, but they'll have uh, different people to different. Uh, there'll be a different amounts of people probably in each. I, I can imagine each game will have a different amount of people that will be joining them. Uh, so yeah, if you think you're you've got what it takes and takes in games like either Splendor or Wingspan or Dominant Species Marine, different games like that, then go ahead and head out there. I think this will be a really cool event next year. This will be taking place again in Bally's Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, September 28th through October uh, 2nd in 2022. And again, there'll be 16 games that you can play and then you can get into the championships in the final. So this actually looks uh, like a pretty cool event. So first up in regular games, I wanted to talk about Rogue Angels. This is by Sun Tzu Games and Emil Larson. This is a sci-fi tactical campaign or legacy game uh, where you start off with basically, I think it's 12 plus different playable characters. They all have different action cards that you can play. So they're all asymmetric, but they all have very, uh, you know, their positives and, and, you know, different things that you can use. They have their strengths and weaknesses, uh, I should say. Uh, it's got a very cool action selection system. Like I said, every character's got their own little 
a set of cards that are the actions. And when you play an action, there'll be anywhere from zero to, I believe, four uh, cooldown. So each round, the cooldown, all the cards will move to the to the left one. But as you kind of play an action, you'll be able to do what the action says. And some of them will just go into your action uh, action kind of row or your t- action tableau that will affect other actions you do and help you to pump up the different actions there. So there's, you know, light, there, there's support characters, there's kind of tank characters, there are more damage characters and heavy damage characters. They all uh, play a little bit different, but it's very, very cool. Uh, now, this is going to have a, uh, a basically a choose-your-own-adventure type campaign system. And there's different factions, and then there's also different item unlocks, character unlocks, and different story progression uh, that you'll get. Uh, and if you do uh, you know, fail a few different uh, uh, missions, they, the story keeps going on with failures and such, but you can get help from different NPC cards. So there is ways to help, almost like a catch-up mechanism for you to get a little bit of help as the campaign goes on. So you're not just kind of getting destroyed by all the different missions. There are ways that you can get a little bit better as you're playing. Uh, and also different, again, different outcomes in the missions and mission choices, depending on your standing or hatred for each different faction and such with your characters. And some characters will start off with such a robust background. They all have pretty cool backgrounds. I read a bunch of the different backgrounds as well. Uh, and some of them have different factions that they love or hate just to begin the game. So that's actually pretty, pretty cool how they start off there. I played this one uh, and I've got to say it's really, really fun. I'll have more coverage of it once it's on Kickstarter in the coming months, but I think it's going to be one uh, that I think everyone's going to want to get in on. It kind of, again, it reminds me of kind of that Gloomhaven feel with the kind of overall story where as you're playing it, you're just kind of really having fun with your character, but as you're playing it, the different story kind of enfolds around you. So uh, I think this one will be a solid one to check out. Next up, Rio Grande Games will be releasing Messina 1847 in the U.S. This is designed by Vladimir Suchi, one of my favorite designers. Uh, really, really good. He's uh, He did Last Will, Praga, and uh, Underwater Cities. Uh, this is also designed uh, with Raul Fernandez. This is a game from Czech, uh, Czech publisher Delicious Games. This one will be out in quarter one, 2022. This is another one, you know, very medium to heavier weight uh, complexity. This is a Euro game. Uh, it takes place during the introduction of the plague or Black Death and spreading of its infection through town. During this time period, merchant ships uh, delivering luxury goods to Europe brought to these countries an unprecedented epidemic and one of the first uh, affected cities was Messina, Italy. Now, players will take the roles of important Messina families who are leaving town and moving to the countryside or out of fear of being infected by the plague. So this is different, uh, really cool little kind of the way the modular board is set up and kind of as you're moving throughout the board and, and doing the action selection uh, through there with some uh, worker placement. Uh, this is going to be a little one of those, uh, like I said, it's it's a game that I really like. And, and if you know Vladimir Suchi's games like Underwater Cities, it's got a great uh, kind of mechanism, great, uh, a great kind of Euro feel to it, but it will be a little heavier. Uh, so if you do like those type of games, definitely check this one out next year when it comes out. I've heard great things uh, from people that I have gotten a chance to play this one. Again, that is Messina 1347. It's one to four players. Plays in about an hour and a half to two hours because uh, it's going to be a little heavier there. Also in quarter one, speaking of heavy games, quarter one of next year, Capstone Games will be bringing over Arc Nova by Matthias Wig and Furland Spiel. This one will be about $75. Uh, and again, this is another one where you've kind of got cards that will have like an action selection. Uh, but you will be, uh, you're going to be, as they say, you will be planning and designing a modern scientifically managed zoo with the ultimate goal of owning the most successful zoological establishment. You will build enclosures, accommodate animals, and support conservation projects all over the world. Special 
specialists and unique buildings will help you achieve the goal. Again, this one is another one of those kind of medium to heavier weight euros. One to four players plays in about two to two and a half hours. Uh, but man, it really looks really, really solid. Now you're going to have five action cards that are help manage your gameplay. And the power of each action is determined by the slot in the card currently occupies. Now they'll have cards that allow you to gain zoo cards. Uh, there'll be cards that allow you to build standard or specific enclosures, kiosks, or pavilions. There'll be animal cards that you can put into your zoo. There'll be association cards that uh, will help you to hire workers and carry out tasks. And then there'll be sponsors that you can play in your zoo to raise money. Now, this one looks... Boy, it looks sprawling and big, but it looks right up my alley. And I think, uh, again, if you're kind of a Euro player and you know, well, you know what kind of games Capstone Games is known for uh, bringing over. So they uh, have a lot of good Euro games and a lot of heavier Euro games, but they do a fantastic job and the production value is uh, top notch over there. So over on BGG, Eric Martin had a great write-up about a new game studio called Trick or Treat Studios. They've got a handful of games that are coming out in over about the next year. First I want to talk about is Creature Feature. This is from Richard Garfield. This has got a, a hand management game about making monster movies. Now they say it's uh, it's hand management and bluffing. You're a movie agent representing actors who excel at particularly monstrous roles, trying to get them a part in the feature film or failing at that, at least part in some film. So it looks pretty cool kind of how as you're managing your cards and kind of putting them out there uh, to get those parts and the different characters, uh, you know, different monsters that you put out there each have their own little abilities. Uh, and depending on the kind of the way you're bl- bl- bidding and bluffing, you, you know, you'll be able to get into those different uh, movies and such. This is a three to six player game. It plays in about 30 minutes. So a nice lighter weight game. I think all of these are going to be a little bit lighter in weight uh, from Trick or Treat Studios. Next up, uh, there's going to be Blood Orders. This is by designer Nick Batagliaca. Batagliaca. Sorry, Nick. Uh, so this one uh, here uh, is going to be a two to four player game. Plays in about one to two hours. Now you're going to be playing as uh, powerful but disgraced vampires. You're going to be exiled from centuries-old order and hoping to build a new underground kingdom of their own unfamiliar city. You're going to be visiting locations in disguise to gain resources, perform arcane rituals, and hypnotize the citizenry, but most importantly, to turn hapless victims to fresh bloodthirsty vampires under their command. So what you're going to be doing is at the beginning of your turn, you kind of be uh, using a kind of a hidden action selection or simultaneous action selection. So you'll be kind of choosing what action you're going to do and where you want to go in a city, and as you kind of flip them over at the same time, that'll depend on where everybody's going. Uh, so that'll be kind of a good thing to kind of get in the other people's minds and try to figure out really where they want to go so you can kind of stay ahead of them, uh, um, you know, yourselves. Uh, but it, like they say, as your power grows, so does the fear within the city, making your quest increasingly difficult as the day goes by. So this one looks pretty cool as well. Another kind of medium weight, uh, kind of lighter to medium weight game here, Blood Orders. The one of the th- of the four that I think kind of has the coolest theme game uh, of them all is Troll Fest. This is by Bruno Ferduti and Camille Mathieu. Uh, you manage a fantasy rock band going out on tour. Uh, you know, this is a, kind of when I say a fantasy rock band, it's not you're not picking, uh, you know, uh, through different people from the Rolling Stones or anything, but fantasy as in like kind of trolls and, and wizards and, and dragons and such uh, and vampires and goblins and such. So you're going to be going out uh, with your rock band, you'll be kind of drafting your band of musicians, and then you'll have concerts throughout the main city. You can uh, hiring dragons for transport and light shows and end up trying to give the best act at the festival. Uh, this looks really cool. This is uh, 36 players. 
It's going to be playing in about 45 to 60 minutes. So kind of one of those uh, super fillers, if you will. Looks really cool. Uh, but again, the it's kind of a, the lighter to midweight Euro. Uh, looks really cool. Check this one out. Uh, I'll have more information once it comes out next year. Uh, Troll Fest as well. And finally, uh, the last one is called World Z League. This is by David Gregg. He did Nightfall, which was a great deck building game. Really cool. One of the first kind of deck builders that kind of went into a new direction. This one is going to be kind of a dexterity game in which you're flicking rubber bands at zombies. Uh, one to four players plays in about 30 to 60 minutes. Uh, they say the players set the zombie meeples of their player colors in and around chipboard buildings, then take turns trying to shoot down opposing zombies with rubber bands. You're going to be scoring points for opposing ones, but be careful not to, not to knock over your own in the progress uh, so it seemed very, very cheeky. Again, all four of these games seem very kind of lighter in nature. Uh, but another one that I wanted to mention uh, during that uh, Eric Martin put up there, but the, the studio owner mentioned a game called LA1. Uh, they may change that or who knows, change that title where that might be their main title. But this is by Richard Lanius, one of my favorite designers. Uh, not a whole lot is known but uh, about the release, but uh, they did say that Richard Lanius was working with Mondo in a very cool game, uh, but but they're out of the picture. So now Trick or Treat Studios will be bringing it in. Uh, it's a version of Arkham Horror that you've always wanted that game to be, quote unquote, and it takes a place in the Blade Runner Fifth Element type universe. Sign me up. I absolutely love things like uh, Arkham Horror and when you put it into sci-fi and of course Richard Lanius who was of Arkham Horror fame uh, when he's on board and kind of in, in updating that with a new theme absolutely love uh, the idea of this. And finally in the news uh, another thing that was written up I saw by Eric Martin on BGG they announced a very cool sounding roll and write from Richard Garfield from Magic the Gathering fame this one's called Dungeons, Dice, and Danger which should be out I believe in the US in March of next year. Uh, what they say is gather your courage, pack your sword, and roll the dice as you journey through the realm in search of treasure and glory. In a roll and write game, Dungeons, uh, Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, you explore deep, dark dungeons filled with treasure and infested with monsters. Do you have what it takes to be a hero of legend? Now, I know nothing about how the roll and write will, will be, but hey, Richard Garfield, Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, and it's a roll and write. Hey, I got plenty of room for roll and writes in my collection, so this one looks really, really good. Let's head on over to Kickstarter as we wrap up. Uh, so, of course, we've got the biggest thing that you see, you'll see out there. Actually, I've got two really huge ones this week. Uh, the first one is going to be Marvel Dice Throne. This one is uh, hitting to be about $1.5 million. It's got 14 days to go. You can get in on, on it for $84. Now, of course, Dice Throne is a really cool competitive game kind of a head-to-head competitive game where you can play uh one by one v one two v two blah 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 it's a or a free-for-all uh you're kind of using the dice and the different characters in kind of a battling thing it almost feels like uh dice masters in a way but a little bit different but dice throne really cool but now you've got the marvel dice throne where you've got the different marvel characters uh in there as well looks really really good and of course with that license how can it not be good but it looks solid i definitely recommend everybody checking this one out again it is well well funded and has about two weeks to go next up king hill by peter marrick now uh and also i believe violent violet dragons games this one you can get in on for about 30 uh, 49 dollars what's cool about king hill is this is a uh, a one to two player game and it uses kind of like it's got that head-to-head again a head-to-head kind of battle game but it's got some worker placement elements to it so as you're using kind of the main board and your workers or your peasants and kind of leveling them up and using them for different things you're also playing cards out in front of you in kind of a really like in a, in a battle card game way so as it marries the two different mechanics 
really cool the way it looks out there. I haven't played this one uh, in, in preview yet, but the art looks great. And uh, it really looks like a pretty cool marrying of those two mechanics. And I absolutely love those two mechanics. And no game you know, will ever be the same with the way the, the different cards will come up in the town. So I kind of, I think that'll be a really solid game. This plays in about, uh, about an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, but it looks like it's a good game for everyone. It has about 21 days to go. It is uh, funded. So I'll have a link for you to check this one out as well. Another one, this is one that will be expired, but it's one I just kind of found, uh, this game called Mythwin. This one will be funded uh, and will be over, but as usual, most most of these good campaigns, since this one is over a million dollars, I'm sure they'll have a way to get on a late pledge. Uh, Mythwin, this is really an interesting one where it kind of has one of these games, almost feels like Stardew Valley, where you're just kind of running your town and your different characters will be kind of people in a town, whether it be a farmer or a shopkeeper uh, and such. So you're kind of each round is going to be one day in the life of this kind of persistent world. And then you kind of do different things with your character and go out and help to build the town up. Uh, they say that the game kind of doesn't really have an end. So again, you'll have things like a crafter, you'll have a farmer, uh, and a merchant and, and I believe you'll have one other in woodsman and it'll probably have some other in and in different, uh, components, maybe even some other unlocks that you can get. So this one is about, uh, this one is a little pricier, but it's a hundred dollars to get in, or you can get the expanded horizons, uh, expansion there for $145. Uh, but it looks really solid. I th- this is kind of right up my alley. Cause I kind of like playing games like this, you know, when you have like a campaign and since it is kind of co-op, uh, it does have that one, a feel that it's not a lot of a stress, uh, you know, not quite a, a lot of stresses involved as some of the other, where you're trying to kill everything in sight. This is more of kind of a town simulation and no, I'm sure there'll be some battling and stuff like that, but it just really looks uh, like a really fun game to, uh, to play with, with your family or friends. So check that one out. Mythwind again, I'll have a link in there and I'll wrap it up real quick with resident evil, the board game. This one has about a week and a half to go and over a million dollars. It's everything you would expect from, uh, from steam forge games and resident evil, the board game. It has a lot of minis, a lot of different uh, scenarios you can go through, a great looking board, just a really cool setup. I don't really have to go into it. It probably sells itself if you're in these type of games. Just just another one of those big ass games that looks really solid with a lot of great minis uh, and bosses and just a really cool storyline in there. This one you can get in on about $100 US uh, for the Bravo pledge to get the, get the core game box. And of course, as usual, there's a million different upgrades. Uh, and a million, you know, uh, a lot of different things that you can get on there because there's that $100 pledge or there's this $300 pledge, which has a ridiculous amount of stuff to get involved with. That's probably how they got uh, like 10,000 or so uh, or 6,000 or so backers so far. And it's got a week and a half to go. So check this one out. Resident Evil, the board game. Of course, it looks looks great like you would expect. So uh, check that one out as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And check out the Geek All-Stars podcast where I host a podcast with my co-host Chris and we talk about board games, card games, and anything else geeky we really feel like talking about. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in another two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.